Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media-nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we'll be talking with an NFT investor, experienced person in the NFT space, and he writes his own newsletter, Luca. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of NFTs together. Welcome back to the show. I have a special guest. He just recently came into the Basefish Mafia community, and I've gotten to know him over the past week. Decided to have him on the show. His name is Luca. He's an NFT investor, does quite a bit of research on the space, has a newsletter. Luca, you want to give yourself an introduction? Hey, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, well, as you said, I started a newsletter about the NFT space. Uh, I'm uh, an engineer come from Italy, been on Twitter since the beginning, 2007, started using Twitter way more than, than usual to come across uh, many people in the NFT space to understand better, you know, what was going on. Uh, it was early 2021. From there, you know, I became really passionate about the market, started investing. Uh, I found out that was a very good investment opportunity, I decided to share what uh, I've been learning over the past months through this newsletter. So far, so good. So, yeah, definitely. I, I took a look. You said you've started very recently and you're, I think it's at 500 followers yeah. of the newsletter. 500 subscribers. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, And it's, you know, it's very detailed. Took a look and I subscribed. I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is perfect to get you on the show and we can talk about the market, future of NFTs and just kind of get, get your insight. How did you get into the NFT space? Like what lured you in? I launched a service around Twitter uh, back in 2010. And so I was very active. I built a, a big community. From Twitter, I realized there was a lot going on in the NFT space. So I started to, you know, trying to understand what was going on. Of course, I was very familiar with everything related to the blockchains. You know, I used to invest in crypto. The NFT was a new stead. started to look at the various projects that were being launched. Then I started to buy my first NFT. I don't want to say that it became an addition. You know, I became more and more passionate I had to be involved in many different projects. People started asking asking me some opinions. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, how, how it started. And right now, I, I really love that. And I saw you have, you know, 15, 16,000 followers. You're definitely what I would call not like an influencer, but an influential person in the space, especially with like the newsletter. You can tell that you do your research. What, what would you say your first NFT was? I think it was Chunky Bunny, something like that. <laughs> it was the first that I bought. Unfortunately, they don't exist anymore. The first two, three uh, were not that uh, lucky experiences. You know, the first one, Chuck and Bunny, that doesn't exist anymore. Then there was a rock ball that was Invisible Man or something like that. I, I bought it and it was then after one day, they disappeared <laughs> to, to make me understand, you know, what could happen, you know, if you don't do your uh, research, you know. After that, the first very good NFT that I bought from uh, Shibi Labs. They they have a uh, first generation uh, and then they have uh, Chibi Apes and Chibi Galaxy. Very good community. For some reason, I sold it. Well, it was the best NFT that I bought in the early 
beginning. Going back to what you said about the followers, it, it's crazy because uh, when I started using Twitter again, I had something like 8,000 or 9,000 Twitter followers. Every other follower came through the NFT space. It's really crazy. Right now, I think I'm gaining like 1,700 per month uh, just because of my activity in the NFT space. So it's a really uh, impressive. Definitely. I mean, that is one thing that's amazing about the NFT space and Twitter is like the community aspect. If you're on Twitter, like the activity in the NFT space is incredible. And sometimes it can be overwhelming for sure. It kind of brings you in, you know, being active, interacting, like for me, and I know a lot of people, they enjoy it. I mean, there's so many people's creativity on there, you know, their opinions and oh, there's a lot of great content. It's from, you know, everyday people that you wouldn't normally interact with. With. You know, it's not like, you know, you have to interact with a celebrity or you're you're just they don't interact back. These are just regular people getting into the space, trying to carve out like yeah. their place in this new world that's happening, I think is incredible. I got brought back to Twitter myself because of the NFT space. And I think a lot of people transition from crypto into NFTs. That's how my journey started as well. A lot of fun, you know, uh, in crypto, I never had fun. In general, uh, the fun I'm having with NFT is uh, unbelievable. You were saying community is everything. I'm 100% uh, convinced that in an NFT project, 99% uh, is the community. Buying an NFT is like your ticket to be part of that community, like a premium membership. That's what I think is the best way to see uh, the NFT space and NFT projects right now. Yeah, those are investment opportunities from a certain standpoint. But after you join a certain community, you see that when the community is really strong, they don't even care about the floor price anymore. It's uh, it's everything related to, you know, how they engage you know, with the other members of the community, you know, all the initiatives. Uh, and uh, and there are many communities that are incredible, uh, you know, even in, in a period like this, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely not the best period in terms of uh, volume and prices for the NFT space. That's happened, you know, in every market. So it's nothing to be worried about. The community, they keep interacting, they keep working together, they keep executing in terms of the team, you know, so that's uh, that's incredible. So community is really what makes a project stand out uh, and become something really important. 100%. I, I believe the same sentiment that community is extremely important in an NFT project in, and in the space in general. When it comes to a project, like the strength of community is definitely something that you need to look for. And if you're a, you know, a creator or on a team or, you know, a founder of a project, community is vital. It's, it's very important, especially like right now, like you said, the market has, is kind of in a little bit of a pullback, which happens in, you know, in every field and in every investment, uh, which it's nothing to worry about. It'll you know, it'll come back. It's, it's their cycles. Like in these market pullbacks, the projects with strong communities, active people who are, you know, focused on, on the community, those are the projects that will do all right, will come out of it better than they were going in and during the pullback. That's what you want to see for sure. And, you know, the activity on Twitter is a huge plus, you know, like you said, people aren't worried about the price. They're not worried about the floor in the communities that are strong. And they're still, you know, in the discord, you know, interacting with each other, growing relationships, 
they're still active on Twitter, which is awesome to see. Yeah, the, the first thing that I try to analyze, let's say, before joining project, before buying or before participating in the, in the main phase is uh, going on with the community, with the, if the team behind the project is able to communicate properly to the community, to engage the community, you know, that's the first thing that I usually look at. For example, I, I don't want to mention the project now, but there is a project that was uh, launching a few days ago. I want to a whitelist spot because I'm part of another community. I decided not to join despite I had the whitelist. And I was right because after the launch, basically they, they, they their volume after a few hours was almost zero. And, and that's what I felt when I joined their Discord. There was no, you know, no engagement. Uh, the, the team was not that, uh, you know, engaged in the community and the various members. Uh, and so I had a good feeling, you know, and, and I didn't join. The, there are lots of new projects launched launching every day. It's crazy how people, they, they would do everything they can to get a whitelist spot, to be part of the launch, while at the same time, there are strong communities, existing communities. Now, it's the right time to join because the price is very low. I wouldn't spend that much time trying to get a whitelist, you know, uh, to, to join uh, established communities uh, uh, where uh, definitely sure that the value will grow. New people who, who are uh, approaching this space right now for sure are more attracted by all the buzz around new projects you know while there are lots of incredible projects that would need more visibility that's also the reason why I decided to launch the newsletter you know to share my experience and to make sure people could know that there are lots of great communities uh, regardless of uh, their age let's say 100%. You know, I'm so glad you said that. It, you know, it also seems, you know, with this pullback, there is a lot of people that are talking about, you know, looking back into established projects, you know, finding dedicated teams and teams you can trust with strong communities. Like that is where kind of the space is at right now. I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about it on Twitter spaces, a lot of influential and experienced investors in the space talking about like, you know, maybe we shouldn't be minting all of these new projects right now because there are established projects with incredible teams and strong communities. And it's a buyer's market in those projects. And those are the projects that will be around for the future because they've been around for months, sometimes years. Yeah. And also you can really join those communities at price that probably will never find again. That's a, a huge opportunity, really something that the people should think of. I myself did some flipping with some project, even 10x the, the initial investment or even more. This market is the best time right now to join very, very strong communities. The point is that sometimes the team is great. Sometimes they can execute incredibly well, but they need help. Many communities are unknown to the new investors. And, and that's the problem that requires more in people that can really ensure that, that the new entrants can know those communities. Communities because otherwise it's very difficult. And but sometimes someone tells me about a project and, and I, I say, why the hell I didn't know that? So I think that's a challenge for established projects or for projects that uh, have been around for a while to make sure new people coming in. And with Coinbase NFT, there will be more and more very soon. 
Yeah, definitely. It's it's extremely difficult to stand out. As you know, there's so many projects in the space and there's so many new projects coming out every day. Yeah, it, it is difficult to get the word out, especially if you've been around for a long time. Some people forget about certain projects that they knew about over the summer or, you know, in the fall. And I think, you know, that's how we first met is our members saw your post and they posted about Base Fish Mafia and then I saw their post and I jumped on yours and I we started talking and then you were like, you know, I this project wasn't on my radar and we had a conversation about it and you immediately aped in, you know, bought a fish and jumped in the Discord. You know, that's a vital way to, you know, find new members to get your project out there is to have People who are invested in the project, they're accumulating assets, uh, these NFTs from, you know, your project. So being active in the Discord, being active on Twitter is is super important, not only for the project, but for yourself and everybody in the community, because when the project does well, we all do well. All of our assets grow in value. Yeah, 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 definitely. I was impressed, uh, first of all, uh, by all the people that replied to my thread uh, from Base Fish Mafia. And uh, I said, wow, they really want to have more people and to involve more people in the project. And I was impressed that a very low number of uh, items was uh, listed for sale. And so I asked, is there any staking? Uh, when the number of listed items is so low, there is something going on behind the scenes. Maybe like, uh, for example, Sappy Seals, uh, just, uh, I think, 170 or 180 items listed because there is a stake. And someone told me, well, there is no mechanism. You know, it's just uh, the community that is not listing. And that was impressive. And this is a, a very important sign, you know, that something is uh, working very well while well joined. And there are other communities uh, that I'm part of that are doing very well. And uh, if you go and see the number of listed items is very low. Every time that the floor goes down, immediately there is someone who buys everything. It's growing and the number of listed items is very low. So all very good signs. And if uh, organic growth, uh, the best, you know, what, what I really like. 100%. When a project has a low supply like that for sale, it's it's usually a good sign. When you first asked me, you know, is there a staking mechanism? I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> because, you know, everybody wants the kind of bright and shiny utility, you know, the staking mechanisms, the games, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, we have stayed true to what our artist Calibi, our co-founder trial wanted from the beginning. And that was to focus on the art, to focus on the story and, you know, build a strong community. And we do that with in real life meetups. We've done three of those already. We just got back from Las Vegas and we're hoping to get overseas. You know, those are the things, you know, I believe a project should stick to, stick to your identity. You know, don't chase after every new utility that has a lot of hype behind it because not everybody, project can pull it off it might not be the best thing for your project that's that's what a very important sign for me you know that what happens with the best communities in the nft space uh, regardless of the floor price because uh, you know that doesn't matter too much yeah but it could matter in the long term but i'm not someone who looks for a you know immediate gain you know there are tons of people that if after two three days uh, the price doesn't go up uh, they wow it's uh, I, I will sell no, this doesn't make sense you know uh, there are many projects and and uh, every time someone new joins, they immediately post the Twitter and, and says, uh, hi, that was one more thing that uh, was a good sign for me and that the community was very, very active. 
actually a fantastic point because not everybody is fond of discord discord can be you know kind of daunting to people it, not many people are familiar with it some people have a different idea of twitter that it maybe you know it's for younger people you know utilizing your community on twitter and other social medias like maybe some of the people are on instagram too but using that is definitely it's a great way to keep your community strong you know show how how strong the community is because like you said not everybody is in discord you know your members are still active on twitter as well and like you said with welcoming the new holders that come in and engaging with each other's posts making posts themselves and then retweeting each other's posts and posts about the project that helps so much bringing new members in you know, having a strong community not only in discord but on twitter as well that's huge and i'm, I'm glad you brought that up that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah definitely it's it works definitely Okay, that's great, Luca. We've touched on a lot of subjects here, you know, with the market, kind of where a lot of, you know, people are investing and looking for right now as the market sits, like strong communities are definitely always going to be, you know, the right move regardless. So why don't we touch a little bit on your the newsletter? Tell us a little bit about what you have going on and what you want for it in the future. I started the newsletter because I really needed the, you know, I thought was uh, good uh, for me after all these months with my hands on, on this subject uh, to share, you know, with the community. You know, the structure of the newsletter every week is pretty much the same. And the first part, I tried to highlight some new projects, could be maybe new projects that I discovered and that, that I liked, or maybe new projects that are going to be launched following weeks. After that, there is a, a feature project, a project where I try to analyze multiple aspects. Usually it's a project where I invest, why I like it, what, what's happening. So I try to use uh, some analytics tool. I have a subscription to IC tools, for example, where you can see the trends, who is buying, uh, uh, you know. So there are a lot of, lots of very interesting trends uh, and information that you can share. In particular, I try to focus on the three salt between a floor and another floor, you know. Uh, so what's the distance? So if the floor now is uh, is one ethereum what's the distance in order to get to the 1.5 for example how many how many items are listed in that window and that's very important also in order to understand how quickly the project can grow i try to, to highlight some tools that uh, are available for users you know some are free some are paid and and by the way most of them are, are free any user can can use them easily some are hidden found one that's called NFT base that uh, provides a very beautiful uh, mobile app that I use every day. You can create your list, uh, you keep uh, keep an eye on what's going on, on on the projects under your radar. And there are a lot of lists uh, where you can see what whales are buying, their important users, let's say other important collectors, you know, very interesting. So far, so good. You know, I, I'm happy to keep writing this. I'm having fun. You know, it's uh, one more thing in the NFT space that is uh, allowing me to have fun. And that, that's good, you know. 
Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the newsletters that I read. I think it, it's a very positive thing in in the space for sure. But there's a lot of great information. So you definitely have a fan here. So I thought it was excellent. Being short and concise and sweet is really good, especially in this space with how fast it moves and people's attention spans are short. You know, that's kind of how the show is. I try to keep the episodes 15, 20 minutes. There's so much information out. If it can be short enough and you can get great information out of it. I think that goes a long way. I want to just touch real quick before we get out of here on the point you made where when you see a floor price and there's, you know, a certain number before the next level, you know, it's a thin floor. It's kind of there's barriers like let's say your floor price is 0.08 and there might be 10 NFTs for sale to get to 0.1. And then after that, there might be 40 or 50 to get to point, you know, 1.5 or 0.2. It's an excellent way to look at it. You know, that's a great way to look at the floor and to look at the project and the, and the health of the project. So I thought that was excellent. Yeah. For example, there are projects you just need uh, a bit more volume and then the project can really skyrocket. So that part for me is very important. I really, we are on the same page, let's say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Being research heavy is always a good sign. Those are the, the people that you should be, you know, following. You should always be doing your own research and having your own opinions as well. Where can my listeners find you? For sure, they can find me on Twitter. I'm Philos, F I L O S. Philos in, in Greek means uh, friend. The link uh, to the newsletter uh, to www.nftgm.it. And so easy to remember if you think of NFT gonna make it. Awesome. And yeah, I'll have your Twitter profile link in the description of this episode. Your newsletter is on your profile so people can subscribe to it. I suggest anyone who's listening does because it's excellent and it, it, there's a lot of great information. Luca, I want to thank you so much for coming on. This was a real pleasure. I really enjoyed our chat. Uh, I look forward to seeing you around the Basefish Mafia community and hopefully we get a shot in the newsletter. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Come back. Thank you very much for inviting me. I really had fun and uh, was a pleasure. Thank you very much again. Thank you. And that's it for the show. I want to thank my guest, Luca, for coming on. This was an incredible chat. I really enjoyed it. You know, we kind of just had a back and forth about what's going on in the NFT space, talking about projects, what to look for, and strong communities. That was my favorite part. Go check out his newsletter. You know, give him a follow. He, he's very big into community. He, You know, he's got 16,000 followers. He follows 12,000 of them. I think that's amazing. We'll be back next week with another great episode with another fantastic person from the space. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill podcast. <laughs>